ever had an experience or just had the worst day ever and someone just was like, you know, look on the bright side or they told you things could be a lot worse and you're just like, bitch, what? Huh? I'm having a bad day. <laughs> and they made you feel guilty for being in a bad mood. Well, those are examples of toxic positivity. I'm Kiara Sheree. And I'm Raya. And welcome to Yes Black Girl. Girl. (laughs) For those that are new to us, Yes Black Girl is a digital space and interview series created for Black women by Black women. Stay with us for a while. Stay with us for the whole time, actually. Not for a while. For life. And we hope to leave you feeling inspired. Period. So, have you ever had an experience or just had the worst day ever and someone just was like, you know, look on the bright side or they told you things could be a lot worse and you're just like, bitch, huh? I'm having a bad day. (laughs) And they made you feel guilty for being in a bad mood. Well, those are examples of toxic positivity. And we will be getting into that right after this quick catch up, okay? So stay tuned. Yes, black girl. So catch-up question of the motherfucking day (laughs) what's a song or an album that you can't stop playing right now uh for me it's this song that my best friend put me on to it was like on one of their playlists and it's called freakalizer by sudan archives and it's crazy because i started looking at like their music videos and stuff later and I'm like, yo, I actually came across one of these music videos before, but the song didn't really bring me in. But Freakalizer is my joint. It's like very nostalgic. It makes me feel like I'm at like Freak Nick or something, popping this ass. And it is a vibe. <laughs> um, so if you love to dance and, you know, you just want something that feels good, but also makes you feel sexy, that's a great song. Um, I've also been listening to Tyler, the Creator's The Estate Sales, which anyone who is a fan of him knows that that is an extension of the Call Me Media Lost album. Um, and just all the new songs that have been added, I've been like obsessed with. So, you know, that's that's the vibe that I've been on. And just, of course, listen to other things as well. But those are the things that I've been coming back to most recently in this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is Sudan Archives, that's a band or? Because I thought it was just one person. It's a person, but she performs with, it's like, there's a guy there who is always playing with her. He's either DJing or he's playing instruments with her. But she is the main person. She's the vocalist. She's the, I guess she's playing like a violin or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But she and this guy are always performing together. They kind of remind me of like a groove theory. Where it's like he just in the uh, background playing the instruments, okay. but you had like Got a mellow robe singing. It <laughs> mm-hmm. kind of feels like that. I haven't really dived too far into them, but yeah, y'all gotta go hear the song. It's, it's mm-hmm. a vibe. Yeah, I, I saw her colors um video, like mm-hmm. I don't remember however long ago that was. But yeah, I like yeah. her. Um yeah, cool. so recently I made a playlist. It's called Jerry Curl Girl. For the Jerry okay. Curl Girls, you know, Period. and it has almost two hours worth of music that yes. gives off the essence of a Jerry Curl. So mm. think of like Gap Band and Chaka Khan and Rick James and Freddie Jackson and Atlantic Star. Those are a few people who are on the playlist. Mm. 
Yes. Um, so yeah, we're gonna drop that in the show notes so y'all can listen to it. And yeah. Okay, let your soul glow. Period. Period. Yes. You are. You already know. Yes. Feeling <laughs> <laughs> oh so silky smooth. Okay. Follow the drip. Well, sometimes you do need a little bit of music to get you through a bad day because when you try to rely on or count on people to help you get through it, baby, you may get a little bit of that toxic positivity. Yes, black girl. What is toxic positivity? I know people are probably going to be asking like, child, what is this? They always talk about something that I ain't never heard of. What the hell is a damn toxic positivity? (laughs) Toxic positivity is the avoidance of negative emotions and experiences. I'm going to say it one more time, as always, for the people in the back who didn't catch it. Toxic positivity is the avoidance of negative emotions and experiences, okay? Um, And some signs of toxic positivity are hiding or masking your true feelings, which I know a lot of us do. It's like we we love to just act like we nothing's bothering us or something is bothering us. We just don't talk about it and we act like everything's fine. We get real, real passive about things, which is not always the best way to handle it. Um, Another one is dismissing or suppressing an emotion. Which kind of goes hand in hand with the first one, but with this one, it's like people who just act like they never get mad about anything. Like they're always happy or joyful. They're never upset. Nothing bothers them. And it's like, baby, we are human beings, okay? That's just not even realistic. Something is going to bother Mm -hmm. you at some point. We can't be happy all the time. Fuck that. I don't care what you say. We all have a bad day (laughs) here and there. Um, Also feeling guilty for what you feel. You know, uh, you're upset about something or, you know, maybe you are feeling like, dang, I'm I'm saying too much. I'm, I'm, you know, upset about this for what? Like, there's something else that could be a lot worse going on. It's like, no, if you're feeling something, honor that feeling and don't feel upset about feeling it. Give yourself a little bit of grace. Um, and a big one, which is something I've definitely been guilty of in the past, but haven't always done it and try not to do it now is minimizing other people's experiences with feel good quotes or statements, child. It's so easy to be telling people like, oh, you know, it's not that deep. You shouldn't really worry about that. Let it go. And mainly for me, I can only speak on my experiences. I started doing it because other people were doing it to me. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, well, maybe I should just, you know, start brushing that stuff off because, you know, if people are telling me to do that, then I don't want to, you know, do that to other people. But it's like, no, let people feel what they're feeling and just listen to what they're saying like you don't gotta you know brush them off like that yeah another one could be minimizing your own experiences so Mm -hmm. saying like someone out there has it worse than me so like I shouldn't even complain and the big thing that people used to say is like oh it's starving children in Africa (laughs) like child what it's also full ass children in Africa and starving children all over the world (laughs) who are not starving (laughs) okay sit the hell down somewhere (laughs) Yeah, that's a and then one. saying saying positive vibes only. I've mm-hmm. seen that a lot in the last couple of years. Okay, um, Ooh, peace. Yeah, trying to give someone perspective instead of validating their experience, saying it could be worse or look on the brighter side. Yes. and shaming other people for expressing their frustrations or anything that isn't positive. And I see that a lot of people who do do that don't know how to identify their emotions about mm-hmm. this or about yeah. whatever rough situation that they may be, may be going through yep. and then saying it is what it is because it ain't what it is right <laughs> sometimes it ain't what it is okay and then sometimes always looking on the bright side because sometimes things just suck 
and they sometimes do. like yeah sometimes things happen for a reason but sometimes things just happen and they just happen to suck yep and you can't do nothing about it and it's like mm-hmm. feel it <laughs> be be mad about it because it's fucked up and that's okay All right, let's talk about some ways that toxic positivity shows up in our families or just in life. Um, I want to start out talking about ways that it kind of shows up in the Black community. And I know that we're not the only people that experience toxic positivity, of course. It's something that it's just a human experience that people have. But I had this idea recently about how like our ancestors who were like enslaved, like if you're on a plantation and you're really upset about something or something really traumatic happens to you, they didn't have the space to um, to express their frustrations or to express their pain or anything, their disdain for anything. It's like if they were upset, they had to either A, suppress the emotion or cry in private or act like nothing was bothering them or pretend to be happy anyway just to get through the day. And I just think mm-hmm. about how that's kind of like matriculated through the years, throughout generations with all of us. And like, it shows up in our families today. Like people are the same way. They don't want to talk about things that are bothering them and they don't know how to really like communicate their frustrations. Um, and it's crazy how that popped up, but I was like, yo, that actually makes a lot of sense. And again, I feel like I always say this, but so much goes back to slavery. And as far as this country, does. when it comes to, it's like, damn, like, they really had us messed up and we feel we're literally still feeling it today. And when people try to say, Oh, you know, just move on. It was all these years ago. It's like, mm, baby, there still from the effects. Still <laughs> affected by it. Yes, like, let's talk about it. Thank you. But yeah, it's a big one. Yes. Black girl. So yeah, another way that it shows up in families in your personal life is having guilt for choosing yourself and people pleasing. Mm-hmm. And parents and families that are pessimistic causing toxic positivity in others. And I've experienced this as well. Um, you know, recently, like being older and setting boundaries with my parents, sometimes I f- feel kind of bad for not doing something that they may have asked. Mm-hmm. But I'd be like, I got my own shit going on. I have my own yeah. life. Like, I can yep. do this. This is a side quest for me now. So I can't take on this side quest Mm -hmm. because it's going to get in the way of what I need to do. So I can do it later. I just can't do it right now. I agree with that. It's like a lot of times we feel guilty just for setting a boundary. Like we'll be like, Mm -hmm. maybe I shouldn't have been, you know, and it's like, no, again, choose yourself and realize in that moment, like it's okay to do that. And you shouldn't Mm -hmm. feel bad for doing that. You have to choose yourself sometimes. Um, And because a lot of us, ended up people pleasing a lot earlier in life we feel like it's really hard to stop doing it we do it's like that first step to not doing it Mm -hmm. is that guilt it's like oh I want to help I want to be there I want to do this it's like no (laughs) you said Mm -hmm. no for a reason and again like you said you can always come back later and do it when you have the space to or you can listen to someone when you have the space to um and going back to parents and families that are pessimistic it's like if you grow up in an environment where people are constantly being negative and you feel like you're the only person in that environment that's like has to be positive or you're like doing the work to make them feel better or to like combat that then you start to do it in other relationships and now you're doing it to your friends and your partners and whoever else because you know you feel like that's oh, you well, know. yeah exactly and it's like, child, no, <laughs> you know, it's, I mean, it's hard. It's hard to like unlearn all those things, but that's some of the reasons why it may be showing up as well or ways that it can show up. 
Um, mm-hmm. And lastly, one of my favorite mm-hmm. ones, child, one of my mm-hmm. favorite, mm-hmm. favorite, favorite <laughs> ones is uh, in Christianity and religion. Um, one of the biggest things that I know I hear in my family is, you know, you just got to have faith, you know, just pray about it, which is not a bad thing now. You know, it does come in handy and you do have to have faith in a lot of ways. But sometimes things like we said earlier, things just suck and things are just really, really, really messed up and you really do need solutions. And there has to be work that goes in hand with it. It's not always going to be, oh, you can just pray it away. Sometimes you really do have to do the work and figure out how you're going to fix something. And sometimes you are just going to have a badass day. And it's like, yeah, you can leave your burdens with the Lord and everything. But baby, I'm upset. And I want to be mad. (laughs) And I want to talk about how upset I am. And I'm not about to act like I'm not feeling it or that it's wrong for me to feel it. Like, child, we all get upset. We're human again. But that's such a big one. The church be telling us, oh, well, you know, you just got to just let it go. It's so dismissive. It really is. It is. It suppresses so much. And even when I think about like, I know people like joke about it, but when people get saved and they feel like they can't like go off on somebody, if somebody like disrespects them or pissing them off, they like better be glad I'm saved. And it's like, so because you're saved, people are allowed to disrespect you or wild out on you. Absolutely. Fuck not. Cuss that person out. Okay, even if you don't want to cuss them out, gather them up in the best way. You know, it's like that time, I think a great example of this. And that's why I always be coming to my girl, Tab, the Brown, because mm-hmm. when Wendy Williams came for her, and she oh. gave her the oh. best read, child, she read her for filth in the, you couldn't even, if you ain't know, you ain't know. But people mm-hmm. who are, you know, from the country, from the South, or you even just grew up in that environment, you know what that meant. And she just gathered her together. She, it was the most beautiful read ever. It's like, you don't have and, to always be happy about it, but you can get people together. You don't got to walk away. Nah. Yes. And yeah. Wendy's life has not been the same since. It has it. It's a shame. <laughs> Terrible. So I, I'm, Terrible. I'm so sorry to that sister. Yeah. Because I'm not going to hold you. I, I definitely enjoy Wendy Williams and I hope that things get better for her. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah, life. Ooh, life baby, baby, when them tables turn, when they turn, baby, they turn. <laughs> okay. When the bridges burn, let me tell you, it ain't you. Yes. <laughs> yes, black girl. Ways to avoid or combat toxic positivity could be saying it's okay to not be okay, mm-hmm. and managing your negative emotions but not ignoring them. So feel through those emotions or whatever. Um. Try listening to others and not interjecting or offering advice if they did not ask. So something that can help this is to ask if someone needs space to vent or if they want advice when they come to you with whatever issues that they have and not just listening to respond. Mm -hmm. And also having genuine optimism versus toxic positivity. So that could look like validating someone's feelings while also reminding someone that things can improve. And you can say, like, I understand that this situation is rough right now. And I'm here to support you to make things easier instead of saying, oh, life happens. Life goes on. It is what it is. Shit happens. Maybe. Mm-hmm. And even just going back to when people are trying to like vent, everyone doesn't always, like you said, not listening to respond or not feeling like you have to offer some type of words of, of advice. Sometimes they just want you to just listen and just hear them out. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people yeah. do want you to respond and they may not like 
like me to say. <laughs> um, but sometimes people really just want to get it all out and they're not looking for that. Um, so just being mindful or maybe even asking people beforehand, being like, hey, do you want me to offer any type of advice on this or did you just want me to listen? That's a great way to start out because a lot of times it, it helps clear that so that you don't have that issue later um, versus just automatically giving it. And they're like, bitch, I ain't asked for all that. I just want to talk about how I was feeling. I'm OK. I know how I'm going to handle it, mm-hmm. but I just want right. to get it out. But also, you know, maybe find another way to vent, child, if you don't have anybody like that. I do have something to add to that. So if you're the person venting, um, make sure that the person that you want to talk to is in the space to receive that instead of Hell just calling yes. yep. calling them and dumping on them because you don't know what type of day that they're having. And yeah. I've had this happen to me so many times, like in my last relationship, mm-hmm. he would just call me and complain and then be like, all right, I got to go back to work. And I'm like, you didn't ask me how I was. Like, you didn't ask if I was in the space to hear all it is like I'm just starting my day like I don't want to start my day with this in my ear and on my mm-hmm. shoulders especially because it's not my problems yep. so don't try to make your problems mine just because we're in a relationship facts that's, and that's why it didn't work out okay period <laughs> it, that can also show up in other ways too like with family Cause I'll have people call me and, and literally do the same thing. Like they just start dumping. And I think because of that close knitness, sometimes uh-huh. they feel like it's okay, yeah. but sometimes you really can. That's why I'll be screening calls. I'll call back when I know I'm ready to, to listen. But I also know that like with my best friend, um, Kai, that's something that we try to do. Like we'll ask each other, do you have the space to listen to me vent? Or now what we'll do is we'll vent and we'll send like some audio messages, but we'll have a little disclaimer and be like, this is a vent. Uh-huh. Listen yeah. when you're ready. You know, don't feel like you've got to listen to it right now. Only listen if you have the space. Um, that's a big one. Yeah. Cause baby, sometimes you just, you don't get it. You having a bad day too. And you like, uh-uh. Take it somewhere else. Take it to the Lord. <laughs> like my Christian folks say. <laughs> That's what Journal you about it. elsewhere. Okay, write it down, child. Scream it out. But not Please. me. Not today. Yeah. Um, some other ways to cope with toxic positivity are being realistic about your feelings. Um, know that your feelings are normal and give yourself grace, which we kind of already talked about. But a lot of times, you know, people do, they think that it's like, ridiculous that they feel bad about something and it's like no it's okay it's okay to feel mm-hmm. that just know that um Ooh, and don't can, oh, I, go ahead. can I add to that I know uh some people grew up not being able to feel bad feelings so like mm. you know, people well parents say like oh stop crying before I give you something to cry about but mm. it's like I'm crying shut about it something. up they like, shut it up and now you over here yes. just, <laughs> you know mm-hmm. yeah that's so tr- oh I didn't even think about that but that is facts bitch that's yeah. facts uh, and now you don't even know how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Okay. Um, <laughs> another one is not being afraid to challenge people who are toxically positive. You know, make them aware of how you're feeling. Be like, hold up. Like, I don't like this. And then lastly, it's okay to feel more than one way. It's all about balance. That's something that I'm learning in today is like, if I'm upset about something, I am upset about it, but I'm eventually going to find a solution and I know that it won't last. You know, a lot of times mm-hmm. we are going through storms, but there's always going to be a light at the end of the tunnel and you can be upset today and feel better tomorrow or feel better later mm-hmm. that day. You know what I'm saying? It's again, it's about balance and it's okay to have that um, more positive outlook as well as being upset about something. Yeah. yeah. And you can look for meaning behind what you're going through instead of thinking, 
why is this happening to me? Reflect on what is this teaching me? Um, and this could be after you figure out and feel your emotions. You don't have to automatically go to that and like try to intellectualize your emotions. Um, notice how your environment and social media makes you feel and limit that if necessary. Uh, mm-hmm. We touched on this the last episode. See how shit just be going hand in hand? Let me tell you. You know. (laughs) Yeah. Everything is connected. Yes. Um, Yeah. Like, if people that you follow on social media don't make you feel good, unfollow them. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if you know them or not. Like, it's social media. Whatever. Next one is to put your feelings into words. And this is what we always say. Journal. Mm-hmm. Write it down. Write it down. Write it down. Write it down. Yes. And talking to your friends mm-hmm. and searching for a therapist. So I know this one is difficult, but there are talk based therapists and movement based therapists. Um, there are therapists who are free and donation based. You just have to be patient with that search because I know it's not easy. And because I'm like immersed in the wellness field and wellness spaces. Um, it wasn't that difficult for me to find a therapist that was donation based. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Emily from Talking Out. You saved hey, my life. Emily. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> you saved my life. <laughs> um, and discernment should always be used for that, especially in wellness spaces, because this is where toxic positivity can show up, where people mm. be like, oh, things happen for a reason. Woo, 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 woo. Positive vibes only. It's like, no. Yeah. That's, oh, let's talk about but, that, though. Let's mm-hmm. talk about that. That is a huge one. And I think sometimes when people are first getting into a wellness space or maybe they're deepening like their spiritual selves, it's like they feel like they always have to be happy about something too. Uh-huh. I feel like that's something that a lot of us do go through and we're just like, oh, well, you know, I just want to be happy and positive and live my joy. Mm-hmm. And that's cute. But again, <laughs> you're going to be upset about things sometimes and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Also, um, piggybacking on what you were saying about therapists, I love that you brought up the free donation base because a lot of us don't know that and we don't know where to look for those services. And everybody's like, ah, I can't afford therapy or whatever else. Um, also, just be mindful that sometimes your health insurance does cover, you know, yes. therapy. And I remember learning um, during undergrad. I randomly went to some program. I think it was something that some students were doing, but they were letting us know, you know, go on psychology today, put your insurance in. And that's how I've always found my therapist, put your insurance in and find therapists who are covered by your insurance and just kind of sift through them. Sometimes you may not get what you're looking for because some therapists that take insurance are not the best or their methods may not be that great. And, you know, finding a good therapist that matches your vibe and it's what you're looking for is a, it's, it's difficult sometimes, but it is a good way to go about it. If you're just like starting out and you don't want to pay out of pocket, be mindful of that as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people's insurance can only cover like three to five or six sessions. Mm-hmm. So after that, you do have to start paying the full price. Yeah. So that could be used as a trial period to see like if you're comfortable. Well, therapy is not comfortable, but. Yeah, if you're comfortable with whoever you're talking to. Um, and yeah, mm-hmm. Google, do your Googles. <laughs> okay. Therapyforblackgirls.com. Therapy That's for one of my men. favorites. And also listen mm-hmm. to their podcast. I know we plug in other podcasts, but for real, Therapy for Black Girls is amazing. It honestly helped me get through a lot of shit during the pandemic. And I always recommend that podcast. And just follow them too on socials because they be saying yes. some real shit sometimes. Love them. Love Dr. Joy. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. And the last one could be understanding that some people may not be able to deal with experiences that aren't positive, mm-hmm. uh, depending on the severity of the situation, which is why they jump to positive vibes only. And this can also tie back to the people who were not allowed to feel their feelings when they were younger. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I'll also add, um, I know for me, sometimes I definitely don't know how to react. So I will give the same shit. Now I love, I can be sensitive. I can listen. And I definitely, if I'm physically there, I will give you all the love and hugs and everything. But it is so real. Sometimes we do not know what to say in certain situations. If people Mm -hmm. are going through something really, really hard, it's like, I don't know how to handle this. So it's like, just, even if you don't, don't say just any old thing. Like don't give them that, you know what I'm saying? Make sure that you're just like, I'm here if you need me and just leave it Mm -hmm. at that. And just, yeah, they know who the people are that they can go to, hopefully, (laughs) or whatever, and can understand that you're not that person. But don't feel like you have to overcompensate in any type of way, because that's something I had to learn how to not do, child. Same. And sometimes when people are vending to me and they're telling me, like, their issues, I'm like, damn, this is heavy. I don't have anything to say. And some, like, literally nothing. Like, I'm just sitting there listening. And sometimes I don't, I hope it doesn't come off as, oh, I I don't care to help you out or mm. whatever. Because yeah. I think it might. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, sometimes I literally don't have anything to say because I'm still processing everything that you told me. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why it's also good to possibly have a therapist or again, mm-hmm. journal or just have something else, another outlet. Because we are not trained. So it's like, uh-huh. you know, right. yeah, it's one thing to listen, but we don't always have the right things to say because we just. Some of us just really don't have the the language or the words for you. And child, I'm out here trying to, now you're out here trying to Google. And yes, I was that person. Like, damn, what can I say to this person to make them feel okay? And it's yes. like, oh no, like now I'm trying to learn how to, that's ridiculous. So if you and know it, that you're not it, that. Then it doesn't feel natural. Right. It's like I'm forcing myself to sound like child by, uh-uh. Just say what you can, child. Let them know you're there for them and keep it moving. You know, you need a shoulder to cry on. I got you. I will give you all the hugs in the world. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And I will listen. Sometimes I do know what to say, depending on the situation. I may have a mouthful yeah. for you. Of but course. sometimes I really ain't got it, baby. And I ain't going to pretend that I do. But yeah. <laughs> all right. Yes, black girl. So lastly, let's get into when you know better, you do better, baby. Okay. And the topic for today is gossiping. So I was thinking about this the other day. First of all, before we even get into my experience that I was going to talk about, I just want to say that most recently I've been realizing just how harmful gossiping is. But I also realized that it's something that I grew up in and around. It's like everybody gossips. It's a human thing Mm -hmm. to gossip. And it's not just something that black people do. It's not something, it's like everybody really be gossiping naturally. It's like you can't help Mm -hmm. it, right? Um, And I'm not going to say that sometimes. Sometimes when people are gossiping about things, it may be so far removed from them that they're just having a discussion about it. And it's like, they don't think it's that Mm -hmm. deep. Even with like celebrity culture, right? You know, we have entertainment news or even with like Wendy Williams or whatever. Like we're constantly gossiping and listening to that stuff. And that's one thing. But when you have someone in your life who you trust and you know that they're talking about other people that they're close to like that, it's mm-hmm. like, baby, are you talking about me too, B? Like, that's something that mm-hmm. I'm realizing. It's like yes. just the Ooh. same people, yeah. 
that you are close to who are talking all that shit about other people that they're close to, they're definitely doing that, you know, to, to you as well. And you have to be mindful of that and know who those people are. And again, use that discernment and know what not to share and what to share. Um, which is a hard thing to come in because we, again, we do it so naturally. It's so easy to just yeah. have to talk about your business or talk about somebody else's business or to pass judgment on others and not give people the same grace that you want. And it's like, right. hold up, look at yourself now. You can't be talking about everybody mm-hmm. else and you move in a certain type of way too, you know? Yeah. And then it comes with time and growth, but it's definitely mm-hmm. something I'm learning. Yeah, that ties into what I was going to say. Um, everybody is not meant to be gossip with. And Oof. this is usually learned when it's too late, when you're in the thick of it and things get messy. Because um, mm-hmm. people be the ops. So like like you said, if somebody is gossiping about somebody that they're close to, it's like, of course they're going to talk about you. Like, Facts. Now everybody know your business. Right. They could talk about somebody who claim they claim to be close with and love and that's oh, that's my best friend, that's my sister, that's my brother. Yeah. No, you can just go talk to them instead of talking shit about about them to me. Right. Yes. Because I've had that I've had that happen to me. And I'm sitting here like, that's your god sister, that's your brother, Mm -hmm. that's your cousin. Why are you telling me this? Go to them. Yep. Yep. Yeah. If you got something to complain about, don't complain to me. Because then if I go to them and say something, I'm going to be the one in the wrong. Because now I know I'm that in part. their business. That part. Also, sometimes it's really uncomfortable. And it's uncomfortable mm-hmm. for me now. It When I was a kid, child, I would be, okay, eyes wide, ears <laughs> open. Like, what's yes. the tea? What's going on? Um, but now, and not just as a kid, child, as an adult as well, but now I'm kind of just like, I don't really feel comfortable because I don't want people talking about me. And a lot of times we don't even have the full story. So that brings me to the the thought I had recently. So when I was Mm -hmm. in elementary school, I'll never forget this day. It's so many things that just stay with you forever. And I don't know why it's like that, but I remember we were all sitting at lunch and one of my friends was talking about one of the substitutes that was there was somebody that we all knew like around the community or whatever like that. So she was mad at her about something. I can't tell you what it was because when I say elementary school, I mean, we were kids. Okay. It was a long ass time ago, but she was mad at her about something child that happened outside of school. So, um, she had us all like riled up and she's like, you know, we're not going to talk to her. And you know, of course me being the person I am being the loyal ass Pisces that I am, I was like, Oh, I got your back. We ain't talking to her cause she ain't do you right. Whatever. So the lady comes to sit down at the table and she asked my friend, the specific friend that had us all riled up to come and sit next to her because she wanted to talk to her. And immediately I'm looking at her like, she doesn't want to talk to you. And I'm like, don't go over there. Like, don't go over there and talk to her. So the substitute literally like yokes me up, like yells at me and was just like, you know, you're not going to tell her whether or not she can talk to me. You need to like got me together. And I'm sitting here dumbfounded because I'm like, bitch, I'm looking out for her. She was the main one talking shit about you. The whole table was just against you a few minutes ago. But because I'm the one that has some balls to be like, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. I'm the one that's getting. And she just sat there and let her talk shit. And in that moment, I was like, oh, okay. Number one, when someone is gossiping about something that has happened in their life, you don't always know. It's always two sides, three sides to a story, baby. Mm-hmm. So you can't always just take what somebody says, just take their word, unless you really trust that they, you know, they really are real about it. Also, and you, know you can't. The exactly. And of course, as a child, you're not going to know that. We're, I'm, I'm a oh, kid, yeah. and that's my most yeah. natural state, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, you can't ride for everybody, just like you can't 
gossip with everybody and tell your business to everybody, you cannot ride for everybody. Some people ain't shit and they're going to let you take the fall for some shit that they got you into. And I've had to learn that lesson way too many times, way too many times I got fucked because I was trying to, you know, ride for people that wasn't doing the same Mm -hmm. thing. So, you know, if you know better, you do better. It's a lesson learned, but Lord have mercy. (laughs) <laughs> that shit has always sealed me. I think about it very often. Just how often people come and yell at, I'm a kid, yelling at kids about something and don't even know the fullness of why something is happening. And mm-hmm. it's always my ass getting caught too. I swear, it never fails. <laughs> I'm like, damn, what, what is the lesson here? What are you trying to yes, teach Yes, I was going to say, what's that teach you? Yes. <laughs> Child, they be like, stop now. Yes, black girl. That is a wrap for today. Thank you all for joining us. We hope that you felt seen today. We hope that you, now we hope, we hope that you learned a little something. <laughs> um, and that you practice it in your life. You know, just try yeah. Um, it's really, really hard on learning all these things, child. I swear every episode that we're about to have for this season, it's probably going to be hitting you in the head like, damn. And mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, baby, it's, it's hard. It really is more some work. Things, more things to work through, more things to process, especially yes. if you're our age. We're what, 28, 27, yes. 28. Think of how much has happened throughout in your that life. time. Yep. And then you can't unlearn things in two days. Like, no, it takes time. Possible. It takes years. Yeah. Um, literally. That's also the reason why you have to give other people grace, too. Like, you mm-hmm. got to look at your parents and your grandparents and realize, like, child, some of them just not going to change. They 40-something, mm-hmm. 50-something, 60, 70, 70, 80 years in, child. They not changing. Um, but that's why you just focus on you and live for you and practice in your own way. And hopefully it rubs off on them a little bit, you know. But it ain't our problem. It's just not. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So we'll be back again soon. Until then, be sure to subscribe to our audio podcast, Yes Black Girl, on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Please rate us and leave a review as well. And follow us on Instagram at Yes Black Girl Series and follow myself and Key Era at The Only Raya and Unique Genre on Instagram as well. All information can be found in the show notes. Until next time. Yes. Later, YBGs. Okay. And if you're not a nigga, whatever. Bye. (laughs) Wigger. Bruh, so fucking (laughs) corny. But see y'all later. (laughs) Bye.